Welcome to the Nurse Becoming Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Guarneri from the Resume Rx, and this is the podcast that's dedicated to empowering and encouraging nurses along your path of professional and self discovery. As a nurse practitioner, mom, and business owner, I'm on a mission to help you figure out how to leave your lasting impact on the world, all while bravely and fearlessly growing along the way. Join me for honest conversations and inspiring stories about personal and professional growth, all through the lens of nursing. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Nurse Becoming podcast. As always, it's your host, Amanda Guarneri. So happy to have you listening today. And it is summertime, and I'm doing something a little bit differently this summer in that I personally am taking a little bit of time off from recording podcast episodes. So recording this intro for you, but the episodes that you're going to be listening to through the month of July have been recorded at another time. And actually, I am repurposing the audio from some Instagram videos that I did last year that I really wanted to bring over here to the podcast so that they can reach the right people at the right time over here. Because, you know, my podcast is really my main piece of weekly information that I want everyone to listen to. So I really thought that this topic and all the topics that we're talking about in the month of July, I really wanted to live here on the podcast and also gives me the opportunity to take a little bit of time off from recording without missing an episode. And these episodes are going to be a little bit shorter this month. And I think that hopefully you're outside, you're having some family time, you are enjoying the summer, having a little bit of a different routine, especially if you have children. So hopefully these episodes will be easier for you to listen to because they are a little bit shorter than my typical episodes. So this episode this week, we're talking about things about the NP job search for new nurse practitioners. So I actually have two videos that I'm going to play the audios for back to back. The first video is the order that you should be doing things after nurse practitioner graduation. Okay. This is a common question. It can be very confusing. Like when are you supposed to apply for your license and sit for boards and get your DEA number and your NPI and all that? So I break it down in the first clip that you're going to hear. And then the second clip is more of a deep dive into when to begin your nurse practitioner job search. So you know, it's not really a a yes or no or a, a one sentence answer, which is why there's a few minutes of video or a few minutes of audio that goes along with it, because it really does depend. And there are different steps and different parts of the process you can do at different times in relation to your graduation time. So I'm excited for you to hear these two mini episodes all in one today. I hope you are having a wonderful summer so far. Thank you for still tuning in and let's go ahead and roll the audio. Well, hey there, welcome back to another episode of Ask Amanda Anything. These are my weekly bite-sized videos answering your questions about resumes, cover letters, and job search strategy. And today I'm going to answer a question about nurse practitioner credentialing and specifically the order of operations, so to speak, of what needs to happen when. I feel like there's a lot of confusion about this, not by any fault of the nurse practitioner candidate, but there are a lot of different things that you need to do and different numbers and licenses and certifications to apply for. So I feel like a lot of this can get really jumbled if you don't have a 
timeline or an order of operations. So let's start with the first thing that needs to happen, and that is you need to graduate from your NP program. So you need to graduate and get that authorization to take your boards. Uh, there is a caveat here where some uh, certifying programs will allow you to take your boards in advance of graduation. So that's a little caveat, but for the most part, most people tend to graduate first as step number one and step number two, take their nurse practitioner boards. If you are in a specialty where there are multiple boards to choose from, you know, for example, AANP versus ANCC, you will need to make that decision. But regardless of your choice, step number two is to take those boards. The third step is to apply for your state license. So your state nurse practitioner license is something that you can apply for as soon as you pass your boards. And in some instances, it's an automatic process in that the board that you take your exam with will send your results to whichever state you have designated. There's still more of an application process that you need to do on your end. It's great to have it done ahead of time, but you can't actually submit that application or submit that paperwork until you have passed your exam. Now, another caveat, if you happen to be applying for a position in another state or you plan to move to another state from where you're currently licensed, you might want to get a little bit ahead by applying for your RN license in that other state first, because in most states, you have to have your RN license before you can submit your application for your NP license. So you can see how that could get delayed if you waited until after passing your boards to even start that licensure process. So step one, graduate. Step two, take your boards. Step three, apply for your state license. Once you have your license, steps four and five are to apply for your NPI number, which is your national provider identification number, which is an easy online process that doesn't cost anything. And number five is to apply for your DEA license. So that is the federal license from the Drug Enforcement Administration that allows you to register to provide scheduled substances. Now, this one, as of 2020, comes to the tune of $731, I think. I don't know if they'll be raising it soon now in 2021, uh, but it's expensive. So a lot of people tend to put this off until they have a job offer because they want to see if the employer will pay for it. And I think that's totally reasonable. There are some jobs that may want you to have it in advance, but it's really up to you whether you want to kind of have that number, get it done, get yourself registered as you're applying to jobs or if you want to wait. It's not a long process once you decide to apply. So I think you would be totally justified, depending on your situation, to wait until um, after you have gotten a job or gotten a job offer to try to negotiate that to be paid by your employer. Okay, so to review, we've got step one, graduate. Step two, take your boards. Step three, apply for your state license. Step four, apply for your NPI number. Step five, apply for your DEA license. Now, this is the process that is pretty universal for most nurse practitioners in the United States. I acknowledge that there are different states that may have additional requirements. For example, some states want you to apply for like a furnishing number or an additional prescriptive authority number. Some states require you to register with the Board of Pharmacy if you are a prescriber. So all this comes with the caveat of you need to look and see what your specific state requirements are in addition. But this is pretty much the minimal, minimally viable timeline for you to be licensed to practice as 
a nurse practitioner in the United States. The follow-up question that I get is when to start your job search in relation to this. I do have a video, if you go back, I'm pretty sure it's Ask Amanda Anything number one or two about when to start your nurse practitioner job search. So that goes more in depth, but I will say that at any point during this process, it is very smart to be working on your job search. I think it is totally fine to start looking or at least start strategizing even before you graduate. This process can take a long time, as can credentialing with a new employer. So I always think best case scenario is you find yourself like a little bit pre or post graduation with a job offer. And then the time it takes them to do all the paperwork on the back end, plus the time it takes you to kind of pass your boards and do your licensing requirements. Best case scenario is that those timelines could line up. It doesn't always and very rarely works out that way, but kind of having that frame of reference in your head can be helpful so that you don't have an unrealistic expectation of, you know, doing all these steps, having everything in hand, and then starting your job search. Because the reality is that your job search alone can take several months to get a job offer, plus the time it takes to get credentialed on the back end with the employer. So I hope this has been helpful. I will put a link in the description of this video. I do have a free download PDF guide that goes through all these steps in a little bit more detail that you can have and save for your reference if you are someone who is recently graduated this winter or soon to graduate in the spring or even if you're getting ahead this will be helpful for you so that'll be in the link in the video description and until next week i will catch you again on another episode of ask amanda anything hey there friend if you are a brand new nurse practitioner or an NP student nearing graduation, I have the perfect resource for you that will help you get all your ducks in a row as you get started with your job search. It's called the Nurse Practitioner Graduation Survival Guide, and you can get it totally free at my website at theresumerx.com slash npgrad. This guide will help break down the glossary of all the terms and acronyms that you will need to be applying for. Think like NPI and DEA, as well as giving you the typical timeline of everything that needs to happen before you can start working as an NP. I can't wait for you to snag this guide so you can stop worrying about everything you need to do before you can be legit. Go ahead to theresumerx.com slash NPgrad and get it for free. Can't wait to hear what you think. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Ask Amanda Anything, my bite-sized videos answering your questions about resumes, cover letters, and job strategy, job search strategy, that is. So on this episode, I am answering a single question. It is specific to nurse practitioners, and the question is, when should I start my nurse practitioner job search? This is probably one of the most common questions that I get, and my answer is always, it depends, right? There's really no one universal answer to this question, but I do wanna give you a little bit of context so that you can decide when it is right for you to start this job search. Now, I will say that the job search and onboarding process can be a little bit longer for nurse practitioners than for nurses. And what I've seen as the kind of average length of time to 
find a job is usually between three and six months. And then the onboarding process of hiring and credentialing can go anywhere from a month to a couple months. So I think on average, most people are starting their practice at least about six months after starting their job search. And that can kind of, that timeline can shift based on how soon you start your job search and how quickly the credentialing happens. So as opposed to in the nursing world where you can kind of get your license and then go to hospital orientation the following week, things take a little bit longer for nurse practitioners. And that's okay because if you're equipped with the information, then you can plan accordingly. Now, in terms of your uh, job search applications, I recommend that it's never too soon to start outreach and connecting and making relationships because as I teach, if you have taken any of my webinars or classes, it is really important to leverage any sort of professional connections that you have. The majority of nurse practitioner jobs are filled through referral or word of mouth as opposed to online job postings. So I definitely recommend that when you're in your last semester of school, you are working on your resume, you have that all set to go, and you're kind of tuning in to any of the relationships that you currently have professionally. What do I mean by that? I mean faculty, clinical instructors, preceptors, clinical sites. You're kind of getting a feel for what the job climate is in your area and anyone that you know that could be looking to fill a vacancy because it's not unheard of for a nurse practitioner to get a job offer before they finish school. And then as they're sitting for boards and everything, the credentialing process is happening behind the scenes. So if you are using outreach and networking, which you should be as a method of job searching, then I definitely encourage you to be doing that within about three months or so of graduation. Now, if you are looking at online job postings, which is certainly fine, I don't recommend that it's the only way that you search, but if you are looking for online for job postings, then keep in mind that once those vacancies are listed, they're pretty much ready for somebody like right away. So aside from the credentialing timeline, which they will know and understand, they are pretty much looking for someone who is licensed and ready to go. So in terms of applying for online job vacancies much before graduation, you can try, you can practice this, but it's not likely to lead to the best job for you because those vacancies are not only will they have a lot more competition because they're public vacancies, they will also be looking to fill someone sooner than later. And the taking boards process and the licensing process for NPs can be quite a bit of time depending on which state you live. So I definitely think this is something that should be absolutely on your mind in your last semester of school. And if you haven't gotten a job by graduation or board exam time based on these other connections that you've made, then certainly once you graduate, it's time to take your job search strategy much more seriously and be very proactive so that you hopefully don't have too long of a period of unemployment or or unemployment as an NP. I know many of you will still be working as a nurse. So hopefully that helps. I do have a download PDF that is a visual of this timeline and also gives an outline of the different 
credentialing things that you will need to file, like your NPA and your DEA license and your state licensure. So I will leave the link to that in the description box for this video. So you can just kind of tap right up there, tap the link and go download that guide so that you have kind of a handy cheat sheet as you move forward. So thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you again next week for another episode of Ask Amanda Anything. Well, that does it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and making it all the way to the end. If you found today's episode helpful, would you take a minute and give me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts? It will truly help other nurses find this show and know that it's worth listening to. For more information about this episode, as well as a place to submit your questions or suggestions for future episodes or guests, head to nursebecoming.com. I cannot wait to connect with you again soon. And until next time, remember, I am always rooting for you.